Hey yo, hey yo, listen. Yo, what's good? You're listening to Sin. 90.7. Hip, hip hop, hip hop anonymous. Damn you! You get hit the easy one. You're listening to Sin Hip Hop. Yes, get it. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Sin Hip Hop. You're back with Michelle, guys, and I have a special guest with me tonight. I'm not gonna give her too too much of a bio because I could definitely be here and I'd tell you a little bit more about this artist but as far as soul and R&B sensations go tonight's guest is known for her authentic and unique sound and she's based right here in Australia she's made waves in R&B electro soul a little bit of afro and it right across the country giving those feels and I think it's not myself but I've definitely mistaken her for Scissor and Jorga Smith a couple of times to put it into context she's a whole lot of energy and soul wrapped up in one big voice I'd like to welcome to the show none other than, none other than Ineska. Hello, lovely. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It's all about great vibes and none other than yourself to bring up the night. So this is perfect. <laughs> How have you been? How has life in music and all been treating you? Life's been good. You know, I think we've been through our ups and downs, um, all of us. But, you know, I think recently it's been it's been a good few weeks, it's been a good month. You know, we've come out of lockdown and everything like that. Um, and music obviously releasing this new song, Choices, has been so such like a the light at the end of the tunnel, literally. Um, it's been like I didn't even plan that when I released it that we would be coming out of lockdown. So I think it it just worked out perfectly. It's just like divine intervention, honestly. <laughs> feel like that. <laughs> they definitely just align and I think um like speaking of 2021 the world of music has been kind of crazy and up and down just based on circumstances but I think it's been a massive constant for a lot of us and I think you mm. definitely understood the assignment with some of your releases this year I have to give you props for that because they've been uh-huh. on par um I'll no it's been good I think um a personal favorite of mine has been true and um, I think the song genuinely speaks volumes, but I won't wrap up the meaning behind it. You can do that for everyone. What was um, putting that track together like for you? I think like true, it came about, I didn't even know what I wanted to say. When I got into the session with Chelsea Warner, who's a producer, mm-hmm. I all I knew was I was like, Chelsea, let's let's bring some Catronata vibes. I'm a huge, huge Catronata fan. So I'm like, that's my goal. I really want to work with him one day, but let's let's bring some of his flavor mix it with yours and I was sitting in the session and I I didn't know what the song was going to be about like usually I know what I want to say but in that particular instance I didn't know and I was sitting there she was kind of putting little pieces together and I just kept on getting this like message like be true to yourself be true to yourself be true to yourself like that's something that I felt like I was really trying to reaffirm within myself at that particular moment in my life and I was like, I think a lot of us struggle with that. Like we we sometimes don't feel like we can be who we are. I mean, a lot of the times, I think. And I was like, I want to just write about it. I want to remind people that because it's something we know. But when you hear it, like especially in a song form sometimes, it can really hit you a different way. So, yeah, the way, the, the thing I love about True are the little like, um like the little harmonies, like the who, Hi, like all that kind of stuff. It was, it just, it felt very like almost 70s. Yeah. Um, these little like vibes coming through. And I I honestly, I I just remember going, where did this come from? <laughs> like, where did this idea come from? 
I su- I actually did. I surprised myself. And by the end of it, I I like I when I listen to True, it's one of those songs where I don't really know how it came together, mm. but it just all makes sense and it all it'll fits. I love that I always say this and I definitely sound like a broken record but when you have like songs like true you genuinely live a little bit vicariously like through what the artist is like putting down in terms of lyrics and it was just one yeah. of those things that I was like oh it's a bit of like a mood booster but it's like a little vibe of like I don't care if I'm by myself or like in a little road trip like you can there's so much energy that you feel from it and you're like oh I know exactly what she's saying or like it feels like you're singing to me and I was sort of like oh girl <laughs> That's exactly what I what I want to do through my music, what I hope to do through my music. So that, that means a lot. Yeah, I think it was, um, I think the first time I heard it, I must have been in the car with my partner. And we always listen to like new releases and stuff towards like um, the every day. But this was earlier in the year. And um, he genuinely thought you were like, I said this like really lightly, he genuinely thought it was coming from like a scissor. And I was like, whoa, I was like, if I this girl, I have to let her know. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's amazing. Like that. Yeah. I have no words. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) We'll pass that on. Like you said, though, because you you definitely experiment. I know in a lot of your songs, but in this one, um, it seemed like you surprised yourself a little bit vocally too because you took it to different ranges. And I just think that's so within like your ability to stretch your voice and share that a little bit more with people. Is that something you aim to do when you start writing or it just kind of comes out when they put you in front of a mic? Yeah, it's funny. Like I don't, I have like, these um these ideas that I do want to like you know I'd love to do more of a ballad style one day where I can like you know Whitney Houston it out or something like that but um but gen- generally with this whole process with these these three songs particularly it was it was just it was such a flow mm-hmm. um apart from true with presence and the choices they just they came to me within like the span of 10 minutes um the lyrics and and the melodies the main melodies and so I, I really felt like I really do sometimes feel like I'm an instrument and there's like some higher power, something flowing through me. And I'm just like, let it flow through me. Like whatever's meant to come through is meant to come through. And then I'm sitting there scribbling it down, voice memoing on my phone. <laughs> um, so I feel like I don't like think about it. Like there, there's some of my songs when I sing live, a couple of the older ones, I've, I've been in like rehearsal with the band. I'm like, why did I write this song in such a high register? <laughs> like, what was I thinking? <laughs> but, you know, it just, it came out at the time. And and I think obviously my voice can get there. So I just kind of let, let it all flow, whatever feels good. A lot of the times the melodies that come through at the beginning are the ones that are meant meant to be there. So that's what I've learned so far. I love that. I think it's um, because as like a normal when we're doing like little bits and pieces, I know like when you hear your own voice back, even like on radio, sometimes when I hear my own voice back, I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I can appreciate that you like create and write lyrics through voice memos as well. Because I know a lot of people Mm -hmm. tell me like it's such a great way, like even in the moment you might be doing something else and you just kind of hit the button and sing whatever comes to mind or whatever lyrics you have and then you hold on to it. So I'm like... I give you props for that because I can't listen to my own voice. But (laughs) if I had one like yours, I'd probably do voice memos also. So so then you had Presence as your first release of the year. And I think it's it's one of those tracks that kind of preluded to what kind of sound we might be hearing from you for the rest of the year. Was there any kind of like thought behind that? Or you were just like, no, I like what we've done and it has to be this one first. Yeah, Presence. 
I just, I, I wrote it at the end of last year when we were kind of like slowly coming out of, of, of the, that lockdown. Mm. And I just felt like it was so different. And it, it was very, um, it, I felt very like it was in tune with who I was, um, who I am till now, but especially at that moment. Mm. And I felt like it was kind of like a reawakening of some sort. And I, I was really nervous to put presence out because I felt like, this song is speaking about literally being present, like being in the moment. Mm. And to take that risk for me, I did like think about it. And I was like, you know, everyone sings about different things. And, it, and it's usually about something like an, an emotion of some sort or, you know, obviously love, loss, heartbreak, all those kinds of themes, which are all valid and we all go through. But I was like, this is this is really different. This is something ex- incredibly personal, but also a topic that you don't really speak about. Um, but I realised, oh, me as a person in, in getting to know myself even more throughout lockdown, I was like, being present is something that's very important to me. And I think if we tap into that more, we can do more, like we can just be more authentic. So, yeah, I think the more that I came to peace with like that's part of who I am and this is what I I want to show who I am through my music wholeheartedly with no fear, that's when I was like, yeah, Presence is the the right song to to release and whatever happens, happens. I think it'll reach the right people Um, and it's done it's done so well like the 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 messages I've received and like the feedback has been incredible so it just reaffirms that I'm on the right path and like being completely myself is worth it which is the message I'm trying to put anyway (laughs) no I love that I think it's um it says true to what you were experiencing but also like actually going forward with putting it out you put yourself out of that little comfort zone in terms of what you were saying about being present and making sure that like you are in a moment rather than just hmm. I don't know, being so consumed in everything else that we have around us, which is so easy. Like <laughs> I don't Very. anyone for it, but I, um, yeah, I think being present in any given moment, let alone life in general is like so underrated. And definitely yeah, if anyone feels like they're not just play the track a couple hundred times and <laughs> you know what you need to do. <laughs> yeah. You know what, funnily enough, like the thing is with my songs, I don't, I don't like view them as mine. A lot of times, like when I listen, even when I listen to them, like I just listen to it as a song, like by by anyone else. Like I don't really hear it as like that's me kind of thing. It's it's funny. It's a very it's a disassociation in a way. But like I listen to presence sometimes when I feel like I need to be reminded of being present. I'm like, hey, I, I did write that song. It's almost like a message to myself, which is why a lot of the times I I kind of explain that or express that my music is a form of healing for myself as well as for anyone that's listening to it. So I've listened to that track <laughs> to remind myself of things. So yeah, definitely click play on that when you when you need a little reminder. Yeah, shameless little plug right there. We've played it, <laughs> but it has to come up again. Um, I love that though because I think um, it's enough that you I think some artists write music for um, their audience to kind of like hear what you're trying to say but when it resonates with you just as much as it does to the people listening to it I'm like oh that's like tenfold you've achieved it understood the assignment and got an A so you did well (laughs) thank you um if you had a let's say just like a remix or if there was an ideal collaboration that you could think of like in future who would you have on one of the tracks or who would you just want to write with uh Alicia Keys has always been number one like since I was 
a little girl. Um, I've <laughs> I've sung, <laughs> I've sung "If I Ain't Got You." Like I can't, I literally can't count. Like I've sung it in in different countries. I've sung it in different like area like situations. Like just I, it's my go to. Like if there's an encore at, at my last show when I did I did a show before the lockdown hit this year. Um, in June and it was it was an incredible show at the Vanguard in Sydney and and I we didn't prepare for an encore. But we got off stage and everyone was like, encore, encore, encore. And I was like, we were all backstage like, hang on, we didn't prepare. Like, we totally forgot to prepare one. And I was just like, guys, <laughs> let's just do if I got you, Lish Keys. And I'm like, make it. sure you take it up a little bit. It's got to be on a G sharp. And like my guitar, my keys playing guitar. So just like, we haven't, we haven't prepared. <laughs> and we just like went out and did it. And everyone thought it was part of the set. So um I think her writing style is incredible. The way she expresses herself, the way where she goes with her melodies and, and her tone, she knows like just the way she brings it, she pulls it back. I I know her voice inside out. I feel so. I love to write with her, but like in terms of like production or like a remix, I I'd ha- I have to bring up Kachinata. Like I think he is incredible. I think what he chooses to do with the music is just like wow. So I'd love 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 to echo them. <laughs> They both make a lot of sense because I get like a lot of the same vibe and energy like we're speaking about in um, True in terms of like the upbeat, but it's still like really strong in terms of what you're putting across in the lyrics. But then Alicia mm-hmm. she also like does the same thing where it sticks with you a little bit. I remember like being a kid and you listen to her songs and you're like, oh my God, I want to write my name like on a coffee card to a boy in a cafe. Like I, I yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, like listen, it's, there's so much that correlates. Like when you say those two artists, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. That'd be incredible. Oh, that's good. That's amazing. If you're listening, Alicia, Kate Chinata, um, Hidanieska up, we'll send you yeah. through. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I've got songs. I've got ideas. <laughs> We've got time. That's exactly. That's we cool. don't have time. We make time. <laughs> I love that. Um, I think that's cool though, because that speaks volumes. Like I know um, a lot of people know you for your ability in terms of like songwriting and um, the lyricism that goes behind your music as well. And um, you're one of many talents. Let's not underrate that at all. But um, <laughs> I think it reflects like directly in um, your music as a whole and we've seen different genres and like your experimentation with like tonalities and things like that as well and is that something that you saw was just part of doing music or you were just like no I've actually I want to make sure that what I write is what comes across in the music? Yeah it's I've I always felt like when I was you know I've been on this music journey for a while but like when I was trying to find my sound and everything I just felt like I could never stick to it to a genre because Mm. you know like I I always felt connected to the concept that music is expression so if you're truly expressing yourself and how you feel and and it's because it's such a there's so many options how how can you really define yourself how can you put up those barriers you know and and I think some people do and that's amazing like I think it just it's whatever works for you and I'm over here like breaking walls down that's what I've always felt like I'm doing you know and and whatever comes out comes out kind of thing um I I still remember like not even knowing how to to, you know in in my bio not even knowing how to express like what kind of thing like what sound I had um so I think 
I've, you know, I've, I've, I do sit in the world of R&B and soul, but I think it, it always mixes into different things. We've got a bit of Afro, we, you know, we've got a bit of Neo soul, Electro soul, maybe sometimes little hints of pop come through. Like th- there is so much and, and there's so much more I want to bring into it. I want to bring a lot more of my Mauritian culture into it too. I'm from Mauritius. So I want to bring those traditional elements in as, as I move forward and hopefully um, can head back to Mauritius at some point to do, do that. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's so much I want to do and I want to like keep on creating um, without limitations, I guess. Yeah, I think that's the best thing though because you can already tell like there's um, a bit of like you can hear some of your roots coming through in music and sometimes it's like it's so natural and then sometimes you're like, no, we're actually writing this song to do this and have this outcome. But it's, um, yeah. I don't think you can <laughs> look at me sound like an artist. Um, <laughs> I don't think you can like pigeonhole yourself to any one genre. And there is, mm-hmm. I think for artists that are already within one now, that's more so just based on like, their collection of music as a whole so always yeah. like having bits and bobs and even in collaborations I don't see how you could be like okay no I'm R&B second only have R&B artists like that's crazy to me so yeah you're doing it yeah. right I think it's um that cross culture between them all is like so important yeah exactly I think it's becoming more of like a an accepted thing as well like I've noticed other artists speaking about that too mm. so it's nice to have like a shared I guess, belief or vision um, so that when you are collaborating and creating together, you don't have those limitations. You're like, yep, whatever comes out, comes out. What we want to do, want to do. Like, let's not, let's not pigeonhole ourselves like you were saying. So that's good. It is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, Where does your inspiration come from when songwriting? Well, let's, well, when writing choices, what was the inspiration there? Like, how would you put it in your own words? Uh, I think like with this, with the past few releases, it's been, it's been like me really connecting to, I guess, deeper parts of myself, which has been very therapeutic, I will say. (laughs) Um, but I think choices was me like, again, realizing what something that's important to me. Like I've always said this to my friends, to my family, to anyone that when, when we're talking about a certain situation or something that's going on in their life, I always find myself saying, yeah, but that was a choice or that person made that choice. Like it, for example, in a relationship, like I've, I, I feel like when talking to friends and stuff, something about a relationship, like a guy, you know, you're together, this it's beautiful, everything's going well. And then all of a sudden he makes a choice like he he feels like he can't do this or he whatever happens but he chose in that moment to to walk away like you always have that choice and so I felt like if we become more aware of the choices we're making and and what actually feels right for us then I think we can live with less regrets but also um we can become more aware of how we make those choices. Mm-hmm. I think like it's not taking away from the fact that one life is difficult and can bring a lot of challenges and we can't always make the right choices. And it's not taking away from the fact that we need to make mistakes to learn from them too. But I think it's just that little reminder to like cultivate that that quiet part of us sometimes, that place that we can, when we need to make a difficult decision, we know we can kind of access that place. And I think that's what I wanted to remind people of. Like you can do that. You don't have to always feel like you don't, you can't make a choice or decision that's right for you. It's, it's, it's okay. Like you can do that. 
Yeah, I think there's, um, it's never necessarily like any right or wrong, but it's also just like understanding that it's within your power to kind of make those decisions. And mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes some decisions aren't like the best, but you'll learn from it regardless. So you'd rather exactly. be like, what if? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's great. I think if anyone doesn't already know it, guys, Ineska is the life coach you never knew you needed. And if you can't get directly to her, any of her songs will tell you what part of life you need to be paying attention to. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I think it's um it's cool. It like wraps it up into one and kind of reiterates that you put it all on the line like whether it's something you're experiencing or something that you're living true to in the moment but it comes across in like your music so well which I think is awesome go you oh that's beautiful thank you no thank you um for people that don't know and haven't already streamed choices we're about to play it next but what's on the horizon for you what does the next two months of 2021 look like well, yeah, I, I think I think uh, there may be a little visual for choices coming soon. I'm just dropping a little hint there. Um, but yeah, but I think I think I'm done with releases for the year. I haven't completely decided. I may, you know, drop something out of nowhere. But um, I am working on putting my EP out at the beginning of next year, so the first few months of 2022. So I'm very very excited for that. It will have all of these songs on it plus a few more. So I think that's, that's what I'm focusing on. Also some shows. I'm in the process of trying to, you know, lock in some shows as well. So you you can come see me if you're in, in Sydney at the moment. Um, But yeah, that's, that's what's on the horizon. I'm sure there'll be more coming up as well as time goes on, but exciting times. I think it's good. We're all outside. Everyone book up her shows. I think um, the best way to put it forward as like this year has been huge but there's more to come which is really exciting so yay yeah, definitely. <laughs> I love that. um make sure you guys stay up to date with all things Ineska on her instagram as well i know you put up a lot of updates there to so make sure everyone's on board make sure you stream her songs and choices if you haven't read it or heard it you guys are listening to sin hip-hop thanks for being on the show lovely thank you so much for having me that's okay That wraps up that interview, Sin Hip Hop Fam. But don't you worry, there's plenty more. You can always listen into our show from 8pm every Wednesday on 90.7 FM or sin.org.au. In the meantime, have a look at our socials. Just search Sin Hip Hop on Instagram, Facebook and Omni.